Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're in three different books in the Bible, so you just gotta wait and see. Let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sons Jr. is here. And D.S. Ninja is in the house. I'm, like, looking at myself in his camera. I need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put my lawnmower up so <laughs> to cut all that bush. <laughs> yeah, uh, I need a haircut. Um, but before we get started, I want to talk about the text line again. Um, you guys actually been killing it for real. Like, yeah. a lot of people have been submitting uh, questions, and we may not answer right away, but you just know that we see them and we read them. Um, so once again, the text line is three three zero three six six two six three six. So all your questions, comments, all that good stuff, you can send them right to the text line, um, and we'll look at them. Yes, we will. Yes, yeah. we will. Um, <laughs> hold on. Actually, I want to see. Let me go. Hold on. Do, do, do. You want to see what? I'm going to go to the text line and see if I can find a good comment to read. Oh, okay. Hey, the Browns had a comeback win today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Union won big over Ball and Wallace. Yeah. I was, I was watching the game. They, you know, they ranked number two. Yeah. In the nation. <clears throat> um, North. Uh, shoot. Central, Illinois. North Central. North Central, yeah. Out of Illinois. They won again. They just came out of nowhere and won two national championships. Yeah, I didn't even know about them until they started. I mean, because when you were playing with Mount, they were trash. Yeah. like we, They like first or second round and it was out. Like yeah. Now they're like winning. Oh, I mean, there we got a couple good comments. I'll just read this because it's the one on top of the list. Um, I listened and shared this with my son, son-in-law, nephew, and cousins to reflect on their upbringing in the days of college playing sports or just trying to be a student. And that's from Mr. Dominic. So this one was on the uh, 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 comment for the um, Ambassador of God episode. Mm. And so okay. This, yeah. But, yeah, continue to send those in for us. We, uh, we like to see them. We like to read them. We like to... Do all that other good stuff. And we develop episodes out of that. We yeah. sure do, just like yeah. this one. Let me fix my camera. Yeah, because people ask questions. What about this? What about that? I say, hey, that'd be great for the pot, for the uh, text line. Just text it. So because if you just tell me and we out someplace, I may forget it. Yeah. Uh, why is your camera better than mine? <clears throat> because I'm better looking than you. <laughs> this, this is where you trying to get, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! You know how they say. You know how they say the future is bright. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, but Dad, um, I also want to shout out this noob. That dog is going crazy. Shout out to Rico in the background. Um, uh, I also want to shout out this. I also. <laughs> Onomatopoeia. Yeah, okay. I'm struggling. <laughs> I also want to shout out this new platform called Soap.life. And Soap.life is a it's like an Instagram TikTok for Christian influencers, mm-hmm. which is pretty dope. So basically, you get on the platform, you make your profile, you submit your con- your content. And I like 
this platform because it's safe. So like if I'm an influencer or if I'm somebody scrolling through the platform and I and I'm going through the different content, mm. I can assure I'm assured that the the content is safe and nothing like crazy pops up if that makes sense. Like people take your stuff and create a, a an account or a page with it. No, not even that. It's just okay. like inappropriate <clears throat> stuff won't pop up. Oh, okay. Because every time you post something, that post has to be reviewed before it goes up. Ah, uh, I got you. And so they have a team of people working behind the scenes that go through the post before they before it hits, you hmm. know, okay. the, the internet. But every it's nice because everything on there is like Christian based, faith based, based uh-huh. um, <clears throat> inspirational God Bible verses, that type of stuff. Every okay. all the creators on there as of right now is um yeah is um uh, believers or 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 yeah professing christians and so if you guys want to check out this new platform is available on all apps or not all apps on all platforms so all you got to do is go to your app store go to salt that life so s-o-t-e dot l-i-t-e download it make sure you follow the no negations podcast because we're on there now we we just started posting content on there uh so make sure you guys check check that out on yeah your whatever so if you're on android iphone whatever you blackberry <laughs> whatever <laughs> track phone yeah <laughs> jitterbug well i don't know if it's available on track phone yet <laughs> but just make sure you get up on your minutes <laughs> yeah yeah so whatever whatever you're on go ahead and download that app and then um yeah start submitting your comp your posting your content follow our content all that good stuff so well you know you got to show me how to do it yeah <laughs> crazy crazy. um but dad real quick how was your week my week was good uh marine corps birthday was this week november 10th wait is that the marine corps birthday or is that just like veterans day no marine corps birthday is november 10th 1776 so we celebrated every year i think it was 287 years um it was started in ton tavern philadelphia Mm. and um that's the Marine Corps birthday. Now, the next day is actual Veterans Day. Oh. Yeah, oh, see, it was, so the individual armed services of the Marine Corps was birthed on November November 10th. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And so I celebrated the Marine Corps birthday um, on Friday, and Veterans Day was actually Saturday. Mm. Yeah, so <clears throat> it, it was cool. Um, I made a decision. I will be establishing a karate team, a Lake Erie karate team to compete. Uh, they got the nationals coming up December 2nd in Louisville, Ohio. Um, and I'm going to establish a team to compete in a, the 2024 Pan American Games, which is actually going to be held in Cleveland. International competition and the North American Cup is in Las Vegas, Nevada in July and plan. My plans is to take a team there and to compete. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah. Can individual competition and there's team competition. Can I go? Oh yeah, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like how you answered that. You can go. You can pay for you, Ayla and the boy. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant by going Dad. I want to compete. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can compete. You think I could? Yeah. I know I could. You're going to be famous on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, for beating everybody up. Yeah. I'll be the first one in in karate history to beat up his sensei. (laughs) 
his instructor. I'll be the first one. Yeah. And so the the Masters, International Masters Pan American Games is exciting because, one, it's in Cleveland. And two, ages from 35 up to 80 years old is going to compete. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Wait, that's not funny. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So let me get this straight. You said from what ages to what ages? I have them right here. Okay. <clears throat> 35 plus, 40 plus, 45 plus, 50 plus, 55 plus, 60 plus, and 65 plus. Okay, so I got to wait till I'm 30. So once I turn 30, I can fight an 85-year-old? It's 35. No, the divisions is the 35-year-old to 39-year-old. Oh, I know. And they have weight oh, classes in there. I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. Dang. And so I thought I was going to beat up some grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> All right now. Yeah. Now I'm I'm sixty two. So I'll be in the sixty to sixty four. Yeah. That's the class I'm trying to be in right there. <laughs> <laughs> you feel froggy? Leap. <laughs> but now other other than that, the the week is good. I'm I'm just establishing stuff, a place of doing training. Uh, there's people that have been reaching out to me that's interested. I did a black belt testing uh, on Friday. So uh, things are good. Things are good. Praise God. Praise God. What about you? What about your week? It was good. Yeah. I'm tired. I need a vacation. You just had one a few weeks ago. What? Me? Yeah, I went to Myrtle Beach. And- Dad, that was like in June. Yeah. That's a long time ago. I mean, vacations, you're going to take a year. I like to take I like to take one every two months. Well, I bet you do. I have to. I have <laughs> to at least take at least five days to let my brain just relax. Because, Dad, okay, I don't, do I want to say it? It doesn't. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it on air for real. I'm going to write it down so you can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. That's how many active people are there. Okay. So that's how many training plans I got to do. <laughs> And so my brain. Hey, that's what's required to be successful. I know, but it's also required for me to be able to think. I feel like a vegetable sometimes. Now, you know, you said on one, um, um, we were talking about, it might have been an episode here or when you were at Malone University. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't really understand when you go into business, the sacrifices, the things that you have to do to achieve. That, that before, I think I was on the, this is one of the only times I probably admit that I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, listen. Oh, one of the early yeah, definitely hit. Make sure we're recording this <laughs> on one of the early podcasts. Like one of the times when we first started, for mm-hmm. real, I said that you know, be it, do, go do it. Be an entrepreneur. That everyone can't do this. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I see can't. why some people quit. Like, like everyone can't do it like this whole weekend i just felt like i was in a fog Mm -hmm. because it's like my brain is tired like i had to like thinking about like not just training plans you also got to think about your facility you got to think about the upkeep you got to think about promotions you got to think about staff to bring on taxes everything and then yeah it's tax season and -hmm. then even like right now outside of tax season you got to think about like expenses write-offs sure getting the last minute purchase getting getting rid of the old stuff you have to get new stuff in for 2024 and Mm -hmm. then even looking forward to 2024 and those clients to come in and client it's just a mess and so i told i said look i before i was like you know if you're someone out here trying if you got a hobby Mm -hmm. try to make it into something 
It, everyone is not built. Uh, you, everyone's not built for this. That's and that's different. not counting as a trainer and a coach. You also dealing with the emotional aspect of it, the mental aspect of your clients. Let me tell you a quick story. Okay. Story time with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a client that comes into the gym, and um, <clears throat> I don't want to go too many. I don't want to go too. What's that? Oh yeah, that's okay. Uh, I don't want to go too much details about the client or whatever, but. He's capable of doing something, playing a sport, but doesn't think he's able to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, but he's able to do it. He just has to put the effort in for it. And then so he quit, he quit that sport and said that he quit the sport because he wasn't this, that, and the third. And the coach didn't like him because he was, has, because he's this, that, and the third, Mm -hmm. like height, weight, whatever the case may be. And, you know, me and my background. That's fuel for me. Yeah, <laughs> me and my background where I came from, like I was always short. Yeah, but you can always have make a way. It's like if I if, because I was short, what I focused on was my vertical, being able to jump high and right. quickly, and that's the kind of the case with this guy. Like he's kind of in the position where he can be like that, but instead of trying to prove himself, he's just like, you know what? I'm not even gonna do it. I'm gonna quit. And so, but dealing with stuff like that when you're like trying to tell athletes or show athletes that they can do it, especially when I was an example of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the part that gets them, like kind of hard. It's not when they, it's not the explaining that to them is the explain it to them or, and they just give up on it. That's the part that's kind of, but then again, it comes into like that control. Like I can't control how a client takes. Mm-hmm. I can't control, you know, just like when we're talking about, spreading the word of god like you spread the word of god but you can't control how that person what that person does with it right i mean so it comes down to that but um i don't know like i was telling uh one of my clients last week he was thinking about getting in the field and he was asking like all personal questions like how much you can make from owning the gym and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and i was like look like you want to go you want to do this you got to understand muscles how they work um, how to pair exercises and different things together to make get the most out of muscles, and um, you have to understand timing. But most importantly, you got to understand a person's mindset, like the psychology behind training. Because <clears throat> someone come into the gym and they had a bad week, they had a bad day, and they reeled <coughs> down. You can't kill them. Right. They're not going to be able to do it. Like I mean, you just have to be able to adjust your workouts according to someone's mindset, and even the ones that aren't mentally ready to push their body to the limit. You kind of have to coddle them a little bit to get them ready to do that or be motivation be enough motivation for them to get started you know and so i was like if you can't do that it's gonna be hard and so that's a lot stressful on you too so let me ask you this doing what you're doing now and you've been doing it for a few years now yeah do you better understand what i did with you and the athletes and what coach chip and i did to get you guys to perform 100 percent. so like one thing i hated oh i hated so bad is before every track season we did those stupid dynamic drills where you're standing <laughs> in place and you're working on your arms right and i hated that so much but when i think about it now and i look at these kids that come into the gym after going through like so like i played football and ran track right 
I don't care what you say. You can't have the same track running form when you're on the football field. No, you it, can't. You, you just can't. <clears throat> nope. And so I can see if you're like in the open field, nobody's by you. Yeah, you can run and have the perfect perfect form. And I was, but in between tackles, it's impossible. Right. And but <clears throat> when you do those things over ten weeks, you start getting into those habits. And so when <clears throat> we went at the track season, I'm running like a football player. You and sure so were. <laughs> I understood now, like, why we did those certain things to kind of get your body prepared to, to run track and stuff. But also just, like, mentally, too. Like, it it kind of – I don't know. I don't know. I see why you guys did what you did. It, mm-hmm. it prepared us for the track season, even though I hated it so much. Now, and to transition that most people, when I'm doing a, a study or teaching a class – they don't understand some of the basic things about Bible study <clears throat> and sharing the faith and the gospel and things like that. But when they get into a situation, a conversation with somebody on an issue, it comes to mind of conversation about why Jesus did what he did, why he went among the people, why he gave analogies and he used um uh, if they were farmers, he used analogies on agriculture or he used uh, yeah. things with, you know, on finances or, or sheep or whatever. And it made sense for him. It made sense. And so the verses that we read prior to, there's a reason why I had you read those verses. Yeah. <clears throat> you had some questions about the verses. Yeah. <clears throat> you want me to ask them now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, yeah. Well, the numbers – okay, so the first verse that we were in before we hopped on the podcast was Numbers chapter 14, 1 through 9. Mm-hmm. But my question for you actually isn't about the whole verse. It's about um, verse 9 in it. So I'm not even going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read verse 9. So verse 9 says – oh, there it is. Do not rebel against the Lord, and don't be afraid of the people who live there. We will conquer them easily. The Lord is with us and has defeated the gods who protected them, so don't be afraid. My question <clears throat> is that last part where it's like, has the, what did it say? Um, the Lord is with us and has defeated the gods who perfect, protect them. And you know how like, in the Bible says we have, that there should be no other gods before mm-hmm. God? And so I also read that, right? Do you think that there are, you know how like the other religions they like praise <clears throat> the, like the sun god and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are actual like miniature gods, <laughs> minor gods, like you know? Oh, and, and God and God is the <clears throat> king of all kings. God is the right. the Lord Almighty God. But there's little guys like almost like how you have a president and have like and then you have like mayors. Like is there something like that? You think there's well, when they're talking about gods, they're small g. <coughs> yeah. Could be leaders or kings. I guess, yeah, it could be like, right. it's like we can make anything kind of into a god. Like you. Because I think it's in John chapter 10, and he said, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. You know, he's not talking about a cosmic god. Okay. Okay. It's just things that we make gods, like idols and stuff like that. Yes. All right. That's what I kind of figured. But that that was my only question. Well, the reason why uh, you read that, because if you read that again, you said, do not be afraid to go online. And I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking about this. And uh, maybe the the God prompt me to do this or talk about this. 
But that building, what building? The newest building that the city wants to give you. <laughs> I didn't release that information, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. The build. The city wants to donate a building to me. Okay. And you were apprehensive about it. Who? You. Me? Yeah, because of all the work and probably the investment that has to go in there to get it like you want it. You know what? Finish your story. I'm going to respond to that later. Okay. <laughs> and and I'm thinking the providence of God. Just sit and think about this, D. Something happened where somebody else owned that building, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they gave it back to the city. Yep. And they some plans, some conversations, some meetings, some hop, skipping and jumping had to take place for them to think about you and to offer you that building. Yep. And I say, what if God moved all that, moved people out of the way, put you in mind to some people that's in leadership in that city to make that happen for you? And you could be apprehensive about it because you don't know where or how that building can be constructed. Mm-hmm. But I'm reading this, each one of these verse, Psalms 37, 5 also. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs 16, I'm thinking about this. I was like, if you cry out to the Lord, if you go into a fast and start crying to the Lord and saying, look, guide me in this, show me what to do. You know, how you how can I glorify you in this? He'll work all that out. He'll put people in a place just like he made all that stuff happen for them to even think about you for that building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because I'm like, ownership of a building of that magnitude is huge. Yeah. You know? And I'm just thinking, check with him to make sure and see how he'll work this thing out. You'd be surprised because... I'm just envisioning this. This will happen, and it could be nobody else, not on your power or nobody else's power but God, for this thing to happen. A training center. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm reading this, and I was like, oh, man, we got to talk about this. Is it my turn? Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm not apprehensive about the building. I want to take it. <laughs> I know, but like, but the the part of like getting the money that you need to get the building, yeah. like you want. I know the building is no problem, but getting the money, you know, whether it's grants, whether it's uh, investors or things like that. If God made this thing happen for all the people that's there, for them to think about you and want to give you the building. Because they want to keep you in alliance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not worried about none of that. <clears throat> no, I'm not saying. I'm just looking at God. I'm not, you know, talking oh, about yeah. what you're worried about now. I'm talking about how God working this stuff out. And and just go to him. And I suggest you you do a fast on yeah. it. And to make sure it's in his will. Because if it's in his will, you can't imagine what he's going to do. To well, make it happen. Well, that's what I'm confident in. Remember when I went on the fast because of the place where I'm going into or supposed to be going into? Yeah. So I didn't really go into a fast and asking God for this place. <clears throat> I went into pla- the fast to ask God for his direction. Mm-hmm. And so during this, like, I don't know. Because remember, I told you, like, going into the church where I'm at now, like, it was laid on my heart. I feel like God was showing that the things that are <clears throat> about to come is expanding and growing. Right. Yes. So when I went into the fast, 
and this opportunity presented itself, the first opportunity where I should be going into in a month or so, mm-hmm. depending on how things were working out. <clears throat> I feel like that's just a stepping stone to prepare prepare me for that bigger place. Okay. And so <clears throat> I think based off of like because like the the gym is growing, right? God has really blessed the facility, and I've been really doing my best to give God His glory throughout the whole process. And there's times where I've, I've like, um, I've fall, fallen short or forgot to give God His flowers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've been really doing my best, everything in my power to give God the glory throughout the process to my clients that come in. Like every client that comes in knows my. Like my thought process, right? You're faithful. Yeah, they know my. They know that about me before they come into the, before they come into the facility, and so I've been really trying my best, and I think that this first place is a stepping stone for that. I think like both of these places are things that I can u- use to utilize to glorify God's kingdom, mm-hmm. and so when I went into the fast, like because I think you guys taught me, and then also seeing in in scriptures that when we're asking for things, we ask for for things. In God's plan, not what we want. With the and right so, motive, yeah. Yeah, so like there's different things I want to do, and I can pray for it, and God may bring it up. But it's, if it's not a part of his plan and his will, it's not going to happen. But so I've been praying that, and then when I went on the fast and I got the confirmation I needed for this place, it doesn't, like you said, I don't think it's a coincidence that the city decided to reach out to me right after I got out the fast mm-hmm. about this place. And so – um yeah, I think this place that I'm getting ready to go into or maybe going into because I haven't signed a lease yet. I haven't really, you know, put it pen to paper yet because I haven't have it yet, I guess. But um, I think this is the first step because it's a bigger place. It's to prepare me for doing something bigger. Um, and so, yeah, I don't I'm not apprehensive about it. And then the, the building that's trashed. <clears throat> Uh, there's nothing that we ain't seen before. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that I said we. We. I, I, saw you, I heard that French. <laughs> nothing we haven't seen before, Dad. Um, but there's things <clears throat> that are getting put in place even with that that I'm like, this is impossible. Like, this this is yeah. not supposed to – this is not supposed to be happening. And it is. And so – um I don't know. I just the last time I spoke to the city there, I asked about getting somebody to come over to do like an inspection. So I know assessment of the building. Yeah. But honestly, that I'm going to be real. It could be one hundred dollars to repair this building. Someone can give me the money. It could be a million dollars to repair this building. I think that this is something that I should definitely look into. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, well, you know, another thing that made me think about it in in service today, um, Pastor did a sermon on he was talking about, you know, in in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 15. And he was talking about when Moses led the children of Israel to the Red Sea and through the Red Sea. And he said they had a success. You know. First, they were they were complaining. You led us to the sea, this Red Sea, and uh, Pharaoh's coming at us. We should have stayed in Egypt. He said, wait a minute, you should have stayed in slavery? Mm-hmm. And so he led them through, and they praising God yeah. as they got through. But then they got on the other side and started complaining again. Yeah. And he said something that made me think about you. And all that's taking place with, with the expansion and the groin and all you that you're doing. He said, after every success, there's a valley. Mm. 
Yeah. There's a failure. There's a challenge. Yeah. And you'll go through that, you know, and I thought about Paul when he saw the third heaven, God gave him a, a, a thorn in his side. Why? So he wouldn't get the big head and think he's all that and so doing it wanted, on his own. Oh, he wouldn't think he's God. Right. And so with all the success you happen, because you can very well fall into that. Mm-hmm. And so the going into the fast, going into the word, and I'm looking at this and I'm making a connection to what I'm reading in scripture and what's happening in real life. And I, and my question to you, how many people you think that actually go into the word and pull that out before they make a decision about something or go to a fast or go to God with. Uh, from tr- my from my experience, remember a lot of people that I communicate with about Christian living is my age. Mm-hmm. It's not too many. Um, I don't know if it's just uh, they people don't know or if it's just like it's uncomfortable. Or do they trust God? Maybe. I don't know. We'll sing about it. We'll talk about it and stuff. I, but when it rubber meets the road do you actually trust god i don't know and that's why for me this is a no-brainer like just like how (laughs) i felt going into the church Mm -hmm. it's how i feel now like it's and i don't know if this this may sound bad but you people you can't really tell me anything right now because i know that this is the right move Mm -hmm. based off of my fast off my this the the studies the confirmation i got even the stuff that seems impossible, like he's like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, ha- like the stuff that's happening right now, right? And so there's nothing anyone can really tell me to be like, no, D, you need to. Because, I mean, the same thing happened with going into the church. Which, speaking of going into the, the church, I'm also very, very appreciative of the pastor of the church I'm at. I called him when the people first reached out about me looking in the facility. And he's known that I've been kind of on and off looking for, for a while now. Cause you know, the gym is constantly growing and, mm-hmm. and we need a bigger <clears throat> space and, and, you know, and just as far as growth as the company goes, like, there's, yeah. you know, there's things that I need, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that the church doesn't necessarily have for me and they can't, you know? Um, <clears throat> so I called him, I was like, <clears throat> I was like, Hey, uh, this is, building that came up and i told him all the details for it and he said he said that i would hate to see a tenant go but pray and ask god for a direction if god is leading you this way you got to take it Mm -hmm. it's like you know um obviously paying rent in the in the church definitely helps the growth of the church and whatnot but he Mm -hmm. was like um you have to be obedient to god's journey for you Mm -hmm. and so i was like really appreciative of that just because like in situations before that I know people get money hungry and they want to or like they may feel like a shot in the gut or kick a punch in the gut from someone moving places. But he's like, look, you have to do what's on God's plan for you. Like everything else for us is on our is on our plan with God. So you just have to trust yours. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> that leads me to this question. When it comes to like growth, right, because at one point you're going to maybe outgrow a area, a person, a whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it more? Is it okay to do things for those people in the past? And, and that may sound like an easy question, but like if I move to this facility, what can I possibly do to help the people that help me on my spiritual journey or help me in my career now? Like, is that is that a is that an okay thought process? Or because I, I I've talked and spoke with people before where it's like when you go into business. You can't be ethical. Like, there's going to be situations where mm-hmm. you have to be unethical. And I told him I didn't believe that. 
And so, like, when you're growing and you're moving stages in life, the people that helped you up, I believe that you have to kind of do something that, like. Yeah, and and that's kind of on the line where I'm thinking. But here's something that that all this, I think, ties in that you have to be prepared for. And, and everything that's happening, you have to use that. You, you have to keep it in mind, even the, the pastor, you know, uh, offering you to come in there and you growing. So you have to move out. But everything that you're doing, even going into the fast, looking at uh, Psalms 37, five, looking at Numbers 14, looking at Proverbs chapter 16, everything that you're doing is going to be a challenge. But you have to figure out a way to take that and to be able to explain it to Des and Weston. Uh See, that's the challenge. See, it's easy for you because you've been reading, you've been studying for now. It's easier for you because a year or two prior, it wasn't that easy. Right. And so we're so accustomed to doing things on our own. But the way God gets the blessing is that you point people to him. Yeah. And what you're doing. And so with Des and Weston, they have to grasp that because everything that I did in the past, you always didn't understand it. Definitely not. You know, but once you start going through it, you had more questions. I knew you was going to grow because you asked a lot of questions. And once an individual start asking questions, they are intense enough and they want to grasp it. Yeah. What can I say? I'm the question guy, Dad. You know, (laughs) (laughs) so that's the thing. And the best thing that you can do for everybody in the track of your your success is to succeed. I was about to make a joke. But then I realized that this joke that I was about to make made me who I am today. (laughs) You ready for it? Okay. Let's do this. Okay, so I was about to say that um, because you know how you say you do everything like for a reason or whatever. I was about to make the joke for like what was the reason for me to get an Xbox one or the like the original xbox when like the xbox 360 came out or like what was the reason for you getting me madden 04 like madden 2004 when it's like madden 2012 out but then i quickly realized that you know what i realized i realized that it made me appreciate being in the position to get my own because when i get my own I can make the rules. And so, like, if I had to rely on you guys, I had to rely on whatever you get. But if I relied on, like, me, mm-hmm. like, and my work, I can go get the new Xbox if I wanted mm-hmm. to. And so <laughs> I quickly thought, thought about that because I was like, man, these new Jordans are out, but they got me feelers. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the new Xbox is out, but they got me the original, like, Xbox. And so, but... It also made me want to be in a position to want to get my own. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Here's some, I, I, I'll never forget this. We were living in Maple Heights and, you know, I built you a basketball hoop and paint, painted the, the court out there. Yeah, I remember that. That was actually kind of raw. And, blue and yellow. And I, and I was teaching, I had karate classes at, at the house there. Mm-hmm. You were outside playing and you were small and you had some of your friends in the neighborhood over. Yeah. And they kept, y'all came up with a game, and y'all playing a game, but every time you got the ball, they changed the rules. Every single time. Be- because you were smaller. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching it, and you getting frustrated. Then I watched you. You went over to the guy that had the ball. He was bigger than you. You snatched the ball. 
you said this is my ball, my house, my rules. <laughs> yep, 100%. That's what you said. And so the 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 premise of that is when you own it, you make the rules. Mm-hmm. You know? And so if you have a mindset, you going in business with an employee mindset, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I think that I I put in for a couple of a manager's positions and I didn't get it. But my mindset was if God, if if it's your will, allow me to get it. But every time I applied, I interviewed and I didn't get it, something else happened. Mm-hmm. The first time, that's when we start doing a podcast. Yeah. Because and 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 that's when I started SoulNet Impact Consulting. Right. Because had I got that position, I'd have never did that. The yeah. last time when I interviewed for it, I didn't get it. That's where the opportunity came for me to be coaching the international team. Yeah. Dad, you know what happened after I snatched that ball? What? I got stung by a bee in my head and started crying. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, we go home. This, this boy ain't crying, baby. We go home. You can keep the ball in your rules. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's important. And I'm reading these verses here. And, and for our listeners, it is important to go to Scripture because a lot of things that we do, we, we'll, we'll say we pray to God, we'll ask God, but we, do we really cry out to God? Because like the children of Israel, when they were faced with Pharaoh and at the Red Sea, they was in a predicament, right? They cried out to God, God answered them, and then afterwards, they start murmuring and grumbling and complaining. And so when Pastor Maiden said that today, he said, when you go have success— there's failure on the other side. You're going through a valley, but you have to go through that to have another success. So oh, don't quit. You must go through hardship to enter the <clears throat> kingdom of heaven. Acts 14.22. Uh, no, that's not Acts. That is yeah. definitely in Matthew. That's Acts. Wait, I hope that's in Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know why I hope that's in Matthew? Why? Because I told somebody this week it was in Matthew. <laughs> Go to Acts chapter 14. Oh, boy. Wait, I'm just going to pull it up like this. You go to Acts chapter 14. I'll pull it up. What what did you say with Matthews? Yeah, I thought it was like Matthew 6. Mm -mm. I think that's that's Acts chapter 14, verse 22, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But read verse 22. Oh, shoot. <laughs> what? Dad, I got some work to do this week. You, you, got some, you got some explaining to do. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, well, I apologize. I, I got these people in the wrong way. Hold on. Just for fun, let me go to the verse that I told them it was. <laughs> I was all confident. I felt all good when I told him, hold on. Yeah, because I remember I did a study on it. And when I had that part in the movie Rumble TV Mm -hmm. and reading the script, they had me, you know, in the church scene. I was like, nah, we need to add this. I said, I said, if it's okay, can I add this to the script? And I, and I and I did it. And they said, yeah, do that. And it was Acts 14, 22. (laughs) Um, Oh, shoot. You're right. 
Yeah, the, what I told him was Matthew s- chapter 6, verse 3, and it reads, <laughs> But when you help a needy person, do it in such a way that even your closest friends will not know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not even. <laughs> you said the verse, but you had the wrong address. Yeah, yep, 100%. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, there's not hopefully, but hopefully at the same time, there was one of those people that, you know, they hear you, but they don't go check it. <laughs> Uh, they, they, that's why they say the Bereans are more noble than the Thessalonians because they check Paul daily by the word. Yeah, they would have checked me daily. <laughs> they would have checked me on that. I would have been but, I mean, We all do that. Sometimes I do that. I mean, you said on the podcast, I, I said a verse, but it gave the wrong address. But, yeah, man, I was thinking about those verses, and I'm thinking about the situation um, that you're in, and I was like, man, just for them to think about you, and all the people, I can imagine the meetings they have in city councils and stuff about property that the city own. And for them to think about you and to give you, want to give you the building. Right. So, so what are you going to do? I told you, I told you what I'm going to do. Well, I'll tell you in detail off the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even tell nobody about this whole all the ordeal and stuff because I don't I don't really have I don't for the first building right mm-hmm. I don't have the lease yet so technically I don't know if I'm gonna be moving in there or not. But yeah, but I'm pretty, talking about the second building. Much. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, man, for the to even think about you because I know dealing in my industry dealing with cities and, and officials on property and. Uh, the land and stuff, what they have to go through. Yeah, and they jump into hoops for me too. I like they're like they really trying to help me. And that's so, what I'm saying. That's nobody but God, D. And, right. and that's why you really got to honor Him and go before Him, and to ask Him to guide you. And in doing so, because look, if He puts this path in your way for you to have this, He has something else to come to you to make it successful. Yeah. You look at, you know, how he got Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem, you know, how things had to go in place for that to happen and all through scripture to do that. Yeah. So I don't and I know you're not, but don't take it for granted. Yeah. You know, and the the people that will come in your place, you know, if this truly what God wants you to have and wants to do. And then you got to ask, OK, what is he doing this for? What does he want you to do in there? Hopefully, God will guide my path to the barbershop. <laughs> I can't post this one on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he wants you to be like Samson. <laughs> the, the Nazarene, don't maybe, cut your hair. <laughs> maybe. It, it, it's looking rough. Yeah. It yeah. looked like it always looked to me. Oh, well, that's so cold. <laughs> and my camera all jacked up. This is not a good day for me. But um, here's my takeaway for this episode. Um as always, trust God, but trust God with his plans. And what I would say, too, is don't be afraid to go through a fast. Don't be afraid to go through a Bible study or even talk to people um, that you know that are biblically sound or like with people that are that's willing to open up the Bible with you. Not necessarily, but someone that's willing to open up the Bible with you, talk about the things that you're kind of interested in doing and having them pray for you and with you just mm-hmm. to make sure that it's part of God's plans and direction for you. Cause like other people to me can be confirmation as well. And so, uh, I don't know. So those, that's my takeaway for this episode. 
my takeaway is is that you want to get in the habit of consulting God. Um, there's many scriptures in, uh, that we see that the children of Israel had success in battle, and then they go on their own to battle without God, and they're defeated. And so you always want to consult God and make sure God is with you in whatever you do. And you don't surround yourself with yes men and women. Mm-hmm. People just going to tell you good stuff all the time. Yeah, I hate that. I hate <clears throat> people like, oh, you've done so well. Like, no, yeah. it's stuff I need to try to do. And right. Here, let me- <clears throat> That's like as, as we coach folks, I can't get an athlete better, whether it's in track and field, whether it's the sprint hurdles, whether it's in the martial arts. I can't get them better and say, oh, you're amazing. That was amazing what you did. No. I say, look, lifting your knee was great, but your kick, you need to develop that. You need to work on this. And then I, I can see in some, some of the younger kids, when I'm focused on something, they doesn't seem to be able to execute what I'm asking them to do. Mm-hmm. They get frustrated, but that's going to make you better. Yeah. So understand wise counsel, like it says in Proverbs, seek wise counsel in all that you do. And don't remember, oh, <clears throat> don't remember. <laughs> remember to um, download the app Salt That Life or Light, S-O-T-E dot L-I-T-E. Let me make sure I got that right, actually. Cause and hit the text line. Yeah, hit the text line, too. Yeah, three, three, so zero. that life, oh, S-O-T-E dot L-I-F, uh, so that life. So make sure you guys download that app and then start putting your content in. So What's the text number again? 330-366-2636. There you go. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into another episode of the No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, make sure you visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show note transcripts. They're great for personal and group Bible studies. Also, if you like what you heard today, make sure you leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about the episode and what you would like to hear us discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel. You can support us financially by ordering any of our notifications apparel or by looking for that donate button. This helps us reach our monthly goals of reaching more people, buying new equipment, and providing good content. And if you're in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's right next door to Macy, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click the bell to subscribe, like, and please share. We would love for you to join our ever-growing community. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up. Deuces.